Hey everyone out there in the CBC universe, welcome to another episode of Comic Book Characters. What's up all you kittens and cat guys? I'm your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred. And I'm Chris, late stage capitalism gossipist. Coronavirus! <laughs> COVID-19, where have you been? Mm. Uh, in quarantine is where we've all been, and... Um, you know, we're here to try to provide a little bit of entertainment for you guys and gals out there. Hope you're staying safe. Hope you're staying in, side, sheltered so in. Far in. So, so not just the tip, all the way inside mm-hmm. and safe. To help us entertain you, we have brought in yet another. <laughs> to help us enter you. <laughs> another special guest. We have comedian James Bosquez. From Portland, Oregon. James, how are you doing? I've been in my house for three weeks. I don't know how to answer that question. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> uh, sounding nose. No, uh, no, doesn't know how to read a room, I think. Um, so, James, I, I want to I pull the curtain back a little bit. Um, one, we are very happy to have you on. Thank you for coming. Um, we do know that lego masters is just about to start it's about three minutes away from starting and uh you guys are cutting, really cutting into my uh my wednesday night primetime viewing hours right now yeah is uh is survivor on today or is that tomorrow i know you're a big survivor survivor. on also oh. concurrence i believe oh really okay who's who's so your we're, I, take the, we're thinking we're taking the place of a multi-screen viewing event i mean who knows what's happening? Does Does anybody else think that I saw this floating around that like people think uh, that this whole thing is a plot by Zoom to boost their visibility? <laughs> um, Do they got that kind of pull? I don't think they got that kind of pull. I don't. I don't think they've got that kind of pull. James, okay, like I know I'm not a Survivor guy, Chris. I don't know if you are. I know that there are listeners of the show that actually are Survivor fans, though. So. This isn't going to make any sense to me, um, but who do you have for making it out of this season of Survivor? It's like all past winners, right? Yeah, it's the champion season. Uh, it's the 40th anniversary, I guess, or the four, not 40th, uh, 40th season. So It's been like 20, 20 years, years, though, right? Yeah, 20 it's years. It's like 20 years seasons. since January. Yeah. And... Uh, I don't know, man. My boy Yule got voted out last week, so uh, it's, uh, it's it's not looking good. All the old school players are gone. It's a bunch of new kids. Um, you know, if I had to pick someone right now, I'm going to go with Jeremy. He's he's my uh, he's my pick. He probably won't make it because he's a big threat, but um, of the remaining players, he's probably my favorite. I know this doesn't mean anything to anyone, but, uh, well, some people out there might be known. But, yeah, Jeremy. I'm going to go with Jeremy. He's my guy. All right, Jeremy. Is Richard Hatch a part of this? Richard Hatch was not invited. Um, he had some uh, – there was, like, some uncomfortableness like, the last time he was on. Oh. Uh, with him walking around naked and, like, the uh, some of the women being uncomfortable with it. So I think they're just trying to avoid all of that, uh, sure. you know, in the new atmosphere. Sure, sure, sure. Of, yeah. Uh, Okay, well, there you go. Survivor fans didn't think you were getting that on a comic book podcast, but uh, we're in unprecedented times. 
it's like the only competitive thing to watch right now. Like since there's no sports on TV, like uh, yeah, if you want to watch any kind of competition, honestly, Survivor is the only thing out there. Okay, uh, and Lego Masters. Lego Masters. Okay, I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna take you to task a little bit though before we jump into the show for realsies. Marbula One, my friend. Oh, you talking about the marble stuff? Yep, the marble race is on YouTube. Uh, I, I haven't watched that yet. It's good stuff. I've, I've heard good things. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's actually the, pretty engrossing. The it, Chris, have you have you jumped on the Marbula One? Have you seen it? Seen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Through Twitter, I've seen like at least one heat. It's it's pretty crazy. It the production I mean, value is insane. How how far how how long is this dude's backyard? What the fuck is going on here? Oh, I know the the outer courses one where it's like it goes through like the stream or whatever, and it's it's insane. It's, it's we might have to do a, a separate podcast to try to unravel <laughs> the rabbit hole that is Marbula One Racing, but we'll we'll touch that another time. Okay, so as everybody knows, everything's been canceled. Everything's been pushed back. New Mutants will yeah, never I, get released. I, uh, I, I believe, I, uh, like, the first week uh, of that all this happened, I, I got, <coughs> I had to cancel um, four or five comedy, uh, stand-up comedy shows. And I think uh, just in those five shows, uh, me canceling them, I believe I made about $20. Awesome. So. Yeah. <laughs> For every so. show you go to, you're, like, you're spending money on gas. You end up buying drinks. Uh, you end up coming out behind more often than not. So yeah. So cancel having me cancel my shows. Uh, I think it put me in the in the in in the in in the black. I think I'm doing all right. All right, man. Well, you, so, so that being said, since you're in the black, do you think you might do some like maybe release a little uh, maybe five minute material on like a Facebook or? Or anything like that, or is, or is that a sucker's game right now? What do you What do you think? What are you thinking? I've I've seen some people trying to do that, and the thing about stand up comedy is that you need an audience, or it just comes off really weird. Mm. Um, I I don't know. I think if maybe if my if my act was a little bit more like performance art based, I could do that. Right. But my, my act's pretty much just like you know, punch and deliver, like you know, just punch lines and. Uh, I don't know. I just I, I I would feel like a kind of an asshole just standing in my room in my living room, <laughs> telling I mean, punchlines to my to my cat. We could jump on Zoom and heckle you. Um, ugh, that's ugh. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe if there's like two floating heads, I could get by. But I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like stand up is a live thing. It, it, it takes some kind of amount of like being organic for it to work. Right. Right. So, I don't know. We'll see. It's, I mean, I would like to get back on stage, but I don't know. The break right now, it hasn't, I'm not dying yet to get back on stage. It's like, all right, everybody needs a break sometimes. But uh, yeah, I could, I, I definitely uh, feel myself losing some of my skills. Like, I think I've forgotten everything I was working on in the last six weeks. So, um, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess it's like almost like muscle memory, right? Like if you don't practice, if you don't keep doing it, you're going to lose that rhythm of it, right? Uh, well, yeah. hopefully we'll give you a chance to uh, to do a different kind of entertaining here on the show today. Uh, it's going to be a weird one because, again, there isn't a lot to talk about. There was a comic book movie that came out that somehow Chris was able to see. Ugh. 
and like, I gotta tell you, the before time. <laughs> that's that's amazing on so many levels. Like, here's the thing: I'm literally jealous of you because I didn't think the movie was gonna be any good, but I really did want to see it because I wanted to see just what the fuck was gonna go mm-hmm. wrong. And and the fact that like I don't know now, and there's not. I think you can rent it for like twenty five dollars. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, I do not want to give them that much of my yeah. money right now. Like maybe if uh, I don't know, maybe it gets on a streaming service at some point. But we're gonna do a review, quote unquote, of Bloodshot starring Vin Diesel. Uh, James and I have not seen this movie, so <laughs> that's gonna be fun. Um, and then we also have a casting corner, a quick casting corner that is really fantastic news uh, if the world doesn't end first and we can actually get a second season of Mandalorian. But, um, all right, Chris. So since you're the only one who's seen the movie Blood... Oh, yeah, we're going to end the show with a This or That, which we had a lot of fun with doing with Star Wars in a previous episode. But we've got James, we've got Chris, we've got me. We even, And I even reached out to Ig, and I got his thoughts on a MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe, This or That. That'll be on the back end of the show. But, Chris... Since yeah. since this is such a weird way of doing the movie review, I wanted to askew all of the traditional um, segments that we do for the movies, and I just want to ask you questions. Yes, yes, I'm the Oracle of Delphi. Sure. So, first off, mm. there's yes, like there's like what six there's six iterations of Bloodshot. There's it's been rebooted like six times. Since it originally oh, debuted in the '90s, see, I I went into this movie pretty blind. Like, I'm I'm definitely not checking for Valiant most of these days. Sure, they do have nobody. Brockman Woody now. Yeah, uh, but uh, I'm yeah, I'm usually Image Marvel in that order. So, so who is Vin Diesel playing? Do you remember the character's wait, name? Wait, 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 wait. One second before we continue. Yeah, we're talking about that shitty Valiant book from the '90s. Yep. <laughs> Yep, they made that into a movie. It was supposed to Why? kick off. It's, it's supposed to kick off the Valiant universe. I'm not joking. That's not a thing. I meant to look up how much money it made. Oh, I'll do that in just a second. Uh, Chris, which do you remember the character's name? Uh, I'm God, not off the top of my head, but I am having. Um, was it Angelo? Okay. It's Ray Ray Garrison. Okay, so that's the newer version, I think, because. Because originally it's a character named Angelo, I, th- I believe. Uh, um, okay, before we get into the into the the, the nitty gritty on this, let's let's play this game real quick. Yeah, yeah. What do you guys think the budget was on Bloodshot? Ooh, James, you first. Um, whew, I mean, I, I saw like two commercials for it, and at that point, I wasn't even sure if it was actually the comic book or it was just a movie named. Bloodshot. Sure. Um, I'm just now figuring out that it's actually based on the comic, so I'm gonna say thirty million. Thirty million budget. Okay, Chris. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember. There's a fair amount of CG in this. There's lots of blowing stuff up. A couple sequences that like they use the whole tunnel, cars thrown around. I'm gonna say a cool eighty-six mil. Okay. You're pretty close if you if you take into consideration like advertising budget, right? Mm. So you take the regular budget and then you double it. The the budget of the film was forty five million. 
Oh, wow. So you're looking at just under 100 after marketing. and what, Although marketing was kind of slim on this. <laughs> so maybe not quite double. Um, believe it or not, I'm a bit surprised, okay? It has been out for 19 days, and all theaters have been shut down for, like, at least the last 7, 7 to 10 days. That being said, what do you think the gross worldwide for Bloodshot is? Uh, James will go with you first. Essentially, like, 10 days in the theaters. Uh, that doesn't count the home sales, I'm assuming? I, no, just thick, uh, uh, ticket sales. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, $8 million. $8 million. Okay, fair. That's probably where I would be if I was making a guess. Chris? 11 11 Okay, you guys. Oh, man. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Can I bid $1? $1, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, I want to bid 420 oh, oh, my God. <laughs> guys, go. it's 420 all month, guys. Guys. Woo! It's for somebody all month. They can't drug test you if you don't if you don't ever actually go into work. <laughs> Just saying. Um, all right. Is this? I'm about to say something. Hot, hot take. Uh oh. Is this the greatest injustice of the coronavirus 2020 situation? Because in limited release, due to what's happened with all the theater chains. Bloodshot was able to make worldwide $29.7 million. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's kind of like, I thought that's what it would make like in its entire run, uh, you know, under normal circumstances. So yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Could could this movie have literally been a multi hundred million dollar film when all said and done under normal circumstances? Crazy. I mean, just just crazy. I that number blows my mind. Here are a couple of other quick numbers before we jump in. Um, it's got a five point seven out of ten on IMDb. Twenty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oof. That's Ooh. the critic score, and forty four percent on Metacritic. So, so it's kind of got like uh, Warcraft's numbers as far sure. as like how the, what the critics thought. Like, it's not the That's worst movie ever made, but you also don't ever have to watch it. Absolutely, and I have not seen Warcraft the movie, even though I believe I own it on Blu-ray. Um, it's not that bad. It's, it's not. You also, you never have to watch it. It's just a movie, right? You know. Yeah. So, does this speak to Vin Diesel, Chris? You have you're the only one that knows. Yeah. Does this amazing? Uh, <laughs> gross so far does it does it speak to vin diesel's charismatic powers in the film bloodshot uh man that's a i mean i think vin diesel has like the rocks kind of like a audience pool sure like uh they're gonna go see a vin diesel movie no matter what because he's in it uh and shit's gonna blow up at some point uh i think that's why he got that number like his his acting performance isn't you know i mean it's it's iron giant levels it's, it's not that it's it's not groot um, but it, it's, it's not bad. It's just Vin Diesel, man. Uh, yeah, they're, they're just waiting for that next Fast and the Furious movie. That's what it was. Yeah, it was just a stopgap. Okay. So there are three things. I actually read way too much about the backstory of, of Blood, uh, I almost call him Blood Spot, Blood Shot. 
uh, earlier today and yesterday. And there are essentially three things that make this character and the comic book what he is. So what, Chris, I'm going to ask you is, does this version of Bloodshot maintain the integrity of these three characteristics? Right. One, just one word, nanites. Yes. Nanites are in. Okay. Um, memory being erased or false memories being implanted. Check. Okay, so he's got a, like a Jason Bourne scenario. Okay. Third thing, super crucial. Does he eventually regain his real memories and then goes on a revenge <laughs> kind of tour? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the beginnings of the Revenge Tour, it looks like. Okay, okay. So, it might be fair to say that this is a very comic-accurate movie. It's possible. Yeah. Um, what that is... the question, is that a good thing? <laughs> That's a fair point. <laughs> Should this character exist in this capacity <laughs> at all? It's a fair, fair question. Uh, Chris, what did you ultimately take away from this film? I, I, I'm... Yeah. What did it feel uh, like to you? It felt a lot like X-Men 3. Uh, oh, because, oh, no. Because I think when I viewed X-Men 3 for the first time, I was in Las Vegas. I was in the Red Rock kind of like a resort, whatever the fuck it was. And they had a really, really nice theaters decked out. It was one of those first screens that I've been at that, you you know, kind of wrapped around a little bit. It mm -hmm. uh, wasn't flat. It was kind of curved. Uh, like, we had everything was complimentary because, you know, I, I, my parents, I, I guess, were playing long enough. So... Uh, my, me and my brother sat and watched it for free and free popcorn, bunch of different shit. So I came away thinking it was a pretty good movie until I watched it again. And it definitely <laughs> was the shit show that everybody remembers. Um, it's, this was the last movie I saw in the before times. And I think because of that, I was like trying to escape uh, consciously from this world. Right. So even this kind of like, it was, it was an okay movie. Like James was saying, it's pretty much, that, that was a really apt kind of a comparison from a the Warcraft Warcraft movie. Yeah. Because yeah, it, it, uh, at first I really didn't like it because it was doing some super tropey stuff, but then it kind of, it, it, it was a little clever and it used that and it kind of twisted it to be like, Oh, okay. No, he's like Jason Bourne. They're fucking with his mind. Uh, you know, it was how it was presented kind of ended up helping it in the long run. Okay. What what do you James? So do you think you're going to see this movie at any point? Uh, I I had no intention to. Um, I mean, I'm not. I've, I don't know. Vin Diesel is whatever. Um, but you know, uh, I mean, I've watched worse movies on Netflix when I'm bored. You know, so yeah. It, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely in the realm of possibility. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the two main draws after I finished watching it, if I yeah. ever were to watch it again, was um, Katie or Katie. That uh, I don't know if she's in the comic or not, but uh, she was played by Isaac Gonzalez, the same lady who was in Baby Driver. Oh, okay. John Hamm, significant other in that movie. Right. So I was like, oh, that's where I know her from. And then um, fucking Wilford Wiggins, like the the hacker dude. Uh, he was hilarious. Like he, he was only on screen for maybe like a total of four and a half minutes, but he was great. Okay. So ultimately, Chris, would you, people are going to be starving for yeah. entertainment over the next yeah. few weeks. 
Um, I like I said earlier, I think you can order it like Movie Direct right now. It's uh, I think twenty four ninety nine. Would you recommend people drop that? Maybe like a family drop that price to watch it? No, definitely not. Not a okay. family. <laughs> No, not <laughs> Guardians you can watch. Not when there's like yeah. <laughs> any not one when... of the movies. Yeah, right. Uh, it, it tried to kind of lean in. I, what rating was it? Um, let me look that up real quick. Yeah, I'm looking uh, at the PG-13. Um, I don't really remember them saying fuck. Come think of it. Uh, yeah, it, it leaned into the violence aspect. I mean, um, I, I guess if your kids are like around ten, it's fine. Uh, yeah, don't don't really don't really bother with it for the young ones. Right. But uh <laughs> Yeah, it's not that bad. Um it's not that sexy either, so you don't have to do any awkward explaining if you're the parents. Uh a little sexy. But um yeah, no, it's it's an okay movie. It's a friends movie, really. Cause you, you, I mean, cause if you're if you're all into it and you're all kind of like altered a little bit, maybe that might help the viewing experience. Sure. Or if you wanna like rip it. That you know, either way, it'd be kind of like a good friends movie. Okay, I mean, so like the characters, because he gets these nanites right, and they rebuild his body kind of on the fly. Yeah, yeah. He's basically like Wolverine and the Punisher kind of mixed together in a way. It seems like. Yeah. Um, I'm not like I've read a couple of the comics, but again, it's it's not that engrossing of a story that I've ever read. Um. <laughs> So may, maybe wait for this one to come out on on Blu-ray, Redbox it or whatever. Are Redboxes still working right now? I feel like they would be. Got to wipe that thing down though. Yeah, I want to trust it. Um. All right, uh, James. Any any last Bloodshot related questions for Chris? Get him before he gets off the hot seats. So hot. Um. Bloodshot related questions. That's something that I never thought I would be asked in my life. Uh, I don't think that sentence has ever been uttered before. Do you think that when the movie comes out on DVD, will it have a hollow foil cover slip? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but only for the DVD. It's not going to get a Blu-ray release. I'm calling it now. Oh, interesting. They they do stuff like that, man. They do. They're like, you know what? That extra layer disc that we got to make no we're not gonna do it we're <laughs> we're going bare bones yeah. you're gonna find this in the five dollar bin at tuesday morning or big lots nice shouts to big lots and their stupid 20 percent off sale on a couch that i can't pick up or have delivered so <laughs> great um <clears throat> no it's uh, it sucks that we are all we are all uh are being impacted by the coronavirus in different ways um big lots Hook us up with those three dollar uh, DVDs when you can. All right, we've got one. There's just one thing in the casting corner, but we we still gotta you know we gotta make an appearance. We gotta stop by, get some punch and pie, cue it up. Oh baby, please remember sit six feet apart when you're in the casting corner. That old man is still there, like. Does he does he just ration the food so that like does he not eat that much? Is that what it is? Because he's so old, he's not. Sir, are you are you fish gonna leave? Passover, Passover. Give me fish sticks. Oh, it's it's not Friday. It's okay, sir. Uh, he's high risk, right? Like we got it. Should we should we just leave him there? 
Okay, it's, it's okay, sir. We'll just leave you there. Uh, you don't you don't actually have to leave this time. I want to touch you. No, don't. No, sir. You can't touch anyone. Please stop trying to touch everyone in the cafe. Okay, guys. Um, we got one thing in the casting corner, in the uh, in the uh, chamber, so to speak, and that's Rosario Dawson. Okay, Rosario Dawson, who was the night nurse in Daredevil. What? She... That, that's the first one you go with. Well, no. I'm, I'm trying to think of like comic related things. She's she was in the Losers. I want to say was she in the Losers? What else is she in? What else is she in, James? Uh, Clerks two. That's what. I'm okay. Yeah. I, I, that's. I mean, is that com? I guess it's comic related. Sure. She's great in Clerks too. She's Batgirl in the Lego Batman movie. Oh yeah, she's Batgirl in Lego Batman. All right, that one's that's better. Zombie Land Double Tap. Okay, I don't. That's not really a comic thing though. It's sort of like there might no, it's not. I'm just saying what she's in. Yes, what she was in. I'm just saying what she's in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, she's about to be in another kind of really cool thing. It's Mandalorian season two. Mando. They hate you, Mando. You have all the N95 masks. They, they hate you. Um, she's going to play a Sakatano, who's been one of the most like uh, revered Star Wars characters in all of Star Wars history and canon. Originally created um, in the animated series, and and then in the comics. Uh, but she's never had a live-action representation. And I believe they even got the voice actress for her for the um, Rise of Skywalker's pants. Yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, there you go, Chris. Um, at the end, when they have all the Jedi talking to Rey, I, I don't recall, and I'm really sorry, but I don't have her name in front of me, the voice actress for Sakatano. But they actually have her speak her lines. Uh, but we're getting Rosario Dawson as a live-action character. I think it's fantastic casting. Um, so Rosario that character Dawson. was like uh, that character. I never watched the Clone Wars, but that character was like a, a younger Jedi, right? Right, right. So she was like Anakin's Padawan. Um, she was like a young teenager, and then eventually she gets older. Um, they do another show called Rebels. That's like so many years later and so she she grows up okay so so rosario dawson would be playing like the adult version of her correct it's the adult version yeah yeah that would be really weird if she was playing like the 15 year old version (laughs) of i mean i guess they they could do it they got that de-aging technology yeah but they got that they got that uh what's his name uh robert as an ugnaught you know that's we can we can do this yeah sure sure um, uh, James, what are your thoughts on Rosario Dawson joining Mandalorian season two? Uh, that's great. I mean, I already love this show. She's one of my favorite actresses. She's a beautiful woman. Um, that always helps. Uh, she's, and she, yeah, she's a, she's a competent, uh, a really good actress. So not that that show was lacking on good performances, but it's nice to, you know, if they're going to bring in a name, it's someone that you can trust, uh, as far as, uh, you know, to not pull you out of the universe. Right. She's not going to drag anything down. 
Yeah, and she's like, she's, when you see her, especially under all that makeup, you know, I feel like it's not like if they had would have like a, you know, some kind of mega star that they brought in. It's Rosario Dawson, like, yeah, she's a star, but she's like kind of a, you know, an, uh, an understated movie star. So I feel like it's, yeah, it's just not going to pull you out of the universe, which is something if they brought in too big of a, of a guest star that I feel like that could happen. Right, like if they brought in like a like a Jennifer Lawrence or something like that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris, any any what are your thoughts on this casting? Uh, I mean, it's pretty much perfect, right? Uh, she definitely. I, I I get a I get that a lot of people really really hated the Ghost in the Shell live action movie, but I thought that the Scarlett Johansson casting as Major Kusanagi was perfect. I think this is like the exact same level. I know that's problematic to say, but uh, it's almost one for one in my mind. Really? Okay. I mean, I, I know, <laughs> I know you love to to uh, to uh, spark the embers of that fire with the uh, with the ghost in the shell thing, but it's no, a really I, fucking terrible movie. Looking back on it, like uh, <laughs> I got a, I had like a half stupid grin on my face while I was watching it the first time, but like in, on you know in the in the parking lot after, it's like ah no, that was kind of like a bad choice. Like all around narrative wise, it's a bad choice. It's kind of weird what they did. Um, like yeah. literally erasing like ethnicity within the narrative. Like they, yeah, that was it's it's, it's 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 a weird it's weird it's a weird move. Yeah. Um, I I totally obviously they're I don't think they're gonna do that here with with Rosario Dawson. I think oddly enough, you know, if you look at the like the character design in the animation of of that character. Rosario Dawson has very similar features to me, like facially. Um, okay. So, so I think the it's going to be. Yeah, yeah the, I think the question to me, uh, the big question is like, did, uh, were they being the dwarves in the minds of Moria? Did they dig too deep? Or are they too greedy? Is this too big of a reach and pull to put in their kind of like flagship now? Because Mandalorian is going to carry this Disney Plus thing into the, you know, into supremacy, right? Uh, it kind of already blew the blew the numbers out of the water when it launched in November, and everybody's mm-hmm. fucking on the Baby Yoda train hard. So, mm-hmm. is this too big of a get? Are the can can they? Is there more room to screw this up than to get it right? That's true. That is something to consider. We, you know, are they going to Russo Brothers this? Is are they going to make every right choice, or are they going to DC exec it and make every wrong <laughs> choice whenever they have to make a choice? How many Jolly Ranchers is she going to feed to Mando? Oh, dear God. If it's if it's, if it's even one, that's too many. Um, <laughs> letting the DC kids know, or the uh, Disney people know that right now. Like, if you all just zero Jolly Ranchers is the right number to feed a, another adult human being. Um, Airheads only. <laughs> or throw, like, Whoppers, like, from a distance. Like, six feet at least. From Burger No, Whoppers. Like, the little chocolate yeah, malt. Yeah, yes, man, the hamburgers. The hamburgers, yeah. Whatever, man. The, the Impossible Whopper. <laughs> James, James, have you, you live in Portland. Have you had the Impossible Whopper? I have. How is it? It's not bad. Um, I don't like to go to Burger King as a principal. Um, okay, wait, side note, just real quick. I, I have to let the audience know this. Whatever you're about to say, just... Audience needs to know that this comes from a man who like willingly, and you seek out Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah, it's different. Okay. (laughs) 
Taco Bell is there's only <laughs> one Taco Bell. Uh-huh. That's the thing. You can only get Taco Bell food at Taco Bell. You can get shitty burgers anywhere. Uh, and true. Burger King is the lowest on that totem pole. Wow. Shots fired. Maybe Worse Jack than Wendy's. Wendy's is fine. Okay. Wendy's is is, is is when it comes yeah. Wendy's is not no. Burger King you go into Burger King and you just you're sad and you I will know, you maybe maybe you were sad before you got in there, but it doesn't help. I I gotta say, and I and I sincerely apologize to any listeners that might work at a Burger King or or have family that works at a Burger King. I cannot recall the last time I've been inside a Burger King where literally any employee was even remotely happy to be there. No, no, no. They hate it. They don't want you to be there. Um, it's not a happy place. Like, you go to McDonald's, at least, like, you know, the kids are having a good time. Uh, you know, it's, uh, but yeah, Burger King, nobody, want, nobody wants their second-rate Happy Meal toys. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Impossible Whopper was fine, but it's not, it's not a reason to go there. Taco Bell has a triple chalupa right now, and <laughs> that's a reason. That's, that brings people in, you know? Yeah, it brings them through the drive-thru at least for now. Yeah, it's also not very good. Um, but, you know, they talk about swings and a miss sometimes. But they do take chances for sure. They, they're they doing stuff. They're trying. I mean, you there can was... say that, but, you know. But, yeah, like I said, that this is, you can only get Taco Bell at Taco Bell. That's, that's okay. the point. That's fair. That's fair. On that note. I think it's time we skedaddle out of this casting corner, but we'll catch it next time. Um, Okay, so we did this segment a few episodes ago with Star Wars characters, and people really seemed to like it. We got a lot of good uh, positive feedback on it, so I figured we'd give it another shot. And now we've got James on, on on the line, so it'll be fun with three people. And then I've also got... Daddy boy, original OG Ignacio's uh, notes from a conversation I had with him earlier today on this or that MCU edition. I guess we don't have any this or that music, huh, Chris? Uh, no, no, we got something. Let the rock off begin. <laughs> it was either that or Frazier. No, that was good. I like that because it's like it's a rock off. It's like a they're facing off. So, okay. It's like, uh, it's like the movie Face Off. Exactly. It's like, like, yeah, water, like all the waterfall hand gestures over the face. So many doves. Don't do that right now, though. No Travolta waterfalls, please. <laughs> Keep your hands to yourself. Don't be touching your face. Don't touch other people's faces. No facial touching. Don't go chasing the, these waterfalls. Don't go chasing them. Um, All right, James, so if you're not familiar with this or that, basically what it is is we have a list, a column, two columns. Uh, One side has one set of characters. The other has another set. And we're just going to go through and be like, well, which which one would you pick? And this isn't necessarily to have like a battle or anything. It's just like which character is better uh, for whatever your criteria is. Personal preference, uh, uh, just which one. Which one do you like? Which one speaks to you? Which one do you feel is just the better character? Yep. Personal right. preference. Absolutely. Completely subjective. Here we go. This or that. Uh, we'll go, Chris, we'll go you first. This or that. Iron Man, 
or Captain America? Hmm. All right. So, uh, man, I, I kind of I was gonna view this through like the the prism of like social distancing and like you know if you had to if you had to buddy up with one of these guys if you like had get to, to like, quarantine. Right. Yeah. Who would be okay. the chiller hanging? Who would be the chiller hanging in quarantine? I'm gonna go with Captain America. Really? Uh, yeah, he's definitely okay. the chiller hang. Uh, he keeps to himself. He just wants to work the heavy bag, maybe punch it off its hinges. Um, he's not like neurotic like Tony. He's not building shit, you know, every second, making making all fuck all sorts of fucking noise around the place. Uh, yeah, Cap just wants to listen to his old Yankee games, man, when they didn't allow black people to play. <laughs> Oh, man, it's so good. Um, all right, James, <laughs> Iron Man or Captain America? Uh, are we talking, if, we, if I'm going to go with Chris's criteria of um, who you want to hang with in quarantine, I'm going to go with Tony Stark all the way. He's got all the cool shit. That's He's what I was thinking, too. Stuff. You go to his private theater. You can go break into his wet bar, which is very extensive. Uh, mm. Yeah. There's, uh, I think uh, if we were talking quarantine situation, yeah, there's no chance... Uh, I'd much rather hang out in Stark Tower than wherever Captain America is. I don't know his. <laughs> he's in his bedroom in Avengers uh, yeah. headquarters. Or, Not only like, that, we we know Tony likes pizza, right? So he's going to be ordering pizza all the time. That's a bonus. Cap boils all his food. That's <laughs> that's a big no for me. <laughs> like Man, I don't want some got, boiled you, you chicken. Got, you got the long term. Cap lived through the depression. We're That's true. A, if we need to hunker the fuck down, he already has the secret information. He's got the the, the hidden technology. He knows I mean, how he to def- make one roll of toilet paper last for like a month. There you go. He does have the tenacity and the uh, sort of the diligence, I think, that you might need. Uh, well, Ig, Ig did not answer these with the the quarantine criteria, but I do. I will uh, do a little quick. Uh, Oh yeah, I what he wonder said. what he chose, what he picked. Yeah, yeah, what do you think? Uh, he said, "Well, I stand by Iron Man." He's like in Civil War, Captain America is basically the NRA in that movie. <laughs> Tony is calling for sensible government regulations. Just because the government abuses that power later doesn't mean his intention was wrong. So, <laughs> so Ig, Ig's team, Team Iron Man, of course. Um, I got this, I, Chris. You make a really compelling ag- argument, honestly. But immediately for me, I was just like, I, I want to be with Tony because, yep. yeah, he's insane. But, like, he's got, you got, you know, you've got Wi-Fi. Man, whatever. You've got, I, you've got internet. I, I mean, All right, let's can, get. I mean, he canned beans with honey with Cap. All right. That honey comes in handy. Um, Next one, Hawkeye or Black Widow, James? You can go first. Hawkeye or Black Widow? Oh... That's uh yeah, black black widow. Um you know, Hawkeye's a family man. Uh, I feel like Black Widow, you know, if you want to hang out, you want to have a good time. She's a beautiful lady. She's got a lot of cool stories. Uh it's going to yeah. take a while to get them out of her. She's very secretive. But uh yeah, I don't know. I I I yeah, I'd, I'd rather hang out with uh Black Widow and uh you know, especially if it's if it's Scarlett Johansson, yeah, that's a bonus. She's a lovely lady. Uh, Clint, what's he got? He's, he's, I don't, I don't need to know anything about bow and arrow. This isn't, this is 2020. Um, it's our knives. Let's sharpen our knives, buddy. Yeah. He's been irrelevant for as long as he's been in existence. Uh, so yeah. Black Widow's just the, uh, she's, she's the more interesting character. 
I will I will add to that that black with Black Widow, you're getting a skilled person who's able to play the role of different kinds of people. So oh. like even <laughs> okay, I'm not even talking like bedroom, although although okay. But just like in terms of conversation, she could just pretend to be a totally different person. And and you know, you could she can come up with backstories for all different types of scenarios that aren't true, of course, but they help, you know, maintain your sense of wonder and imagination and what is going to be a trying time. Uh, Chris, how do you, what do you, where are you going on this one? Yeah. Uh, so let me preface my answer by saying this. Yeah. Um, oh boy. Ever, oh boy. Ever since I saw Blade Runner 2049, uh, and I saw what Kay had to go through every day, coming back to his apartment and having, or no, no, coming back to the, I guess the apartment, right? Um, kind of getting dressed down by that, like, uh, that kind of like hockey puck yelling at him. Like, the Oh yeah, man. The inner link cells. Yeah. Yeah. Cells and interlinked within cells and interlinked. That shit. I want, I, I've, I've tried so hard to get my Alexa to do that. I, I want her to like dress, you know, ask me like, you know, verify that it's you. What happened out there? Who are you with? And like all that type of shit. I think hanging out with black widow would approximate that so much. Oh I, yeah. I don't know if it's like the latent Catholicism in me, but I want to feel bad for having done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, yeah, enough said. Uh, let me, yeah. uh, Igg's notes here, uh, pretty, I mean, I think you all can see where this is going. Black Widow wins by default because Hawkeye is the worst character in the MCU by a fucking mile, and it doesn't help that the actor just seems to be like a giant douche. By the way, I haven't confirmed this yet. He goes, by the way, did you see that story about him not paying child support because of the coronavirus? <laughs> Jamie Ritter? Yeah. Wow. So I was not able to confirm that, but we will follow up on that in the next hey, man, episode. The, 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 the toughest choices require the strongest wills. <laughs> wow. Oh, good times. All right, moving on. This one's a uh, a battle of powerhouses. Thor versus Hulk. Uh, we'll go Chris. Thor or Hulk? Uh, man, yeah, Thor. Fucking Thor all day, dude. Do you see how, how bro down he was in uh, fucking Endgame? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he almost had like a, one of those, uh, oh, what's the name for that thing where, you know, it's like, uh, you know, he, he hit the, he hit the, the marble off the table, it, go, it rolls down to a mousetrap that springs up and hits the light. And which oh, hits. the um, the what are the the gold? Is it a Goldberg machine? Yeah, the Goldman Sachs machine. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> Rube, Rube Goldberg. Rube Goldberg. There you go. He almost had like one of those like for getting a beer to his face. Yeah, I, I definitely want to hand with it. I, he he's he has trouble with kids on Fortnite. We can we can knuckle down. Yeah, he uh, helped Korg out. And Cork needed it, so uh, James, rebuttal, or are you in the camp of <laughs> Thor? Well, over the last couple of weeks, um, I've been playing uh, nothing but Apex Legends hey. and Breath of the Wild, and I've never felt more like a superhero in that time because I am emulating Bro Thor, and you know, it's just nice to have a role model that I can look up to as a as a 38-year-old man uh, living with three roommates uh, in, a, in a house uh, playing video games because I can't leave. And you know what? That's 
it really Thor just really uh, emulates all that in in his in his performance in 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 Endgame, and it's it's been inspiring to me, and I think it's been inspiring to a lot of people across the country right now to know that we too can be as Guardian. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, for a second there, James, I thought I might have heard just a tinge, just a tinge of embarrassment or sadness in your voice. But let me play the role of Thor's mother here and let you know that it's okay. You're doing the best you can, just like Thor was doing the best he could in the the post-snap MCU. We're doing the best we can in the coronavirus uh, world that we live in. You're doing great. So thanks. Thank you. Thank <laughs> Okay, so like I, I like uh, you realize I, I've gotta like Photoshop your face on the Frigga now. Yeah, please do. Please do. <laughs> I do have some red in my beard, so not that much of a stretch. Um also uh, I like Thor that I like that he has a uh he's got what, what are they called? The happy three? What what's two of his bros? The Warriors Three? Warriors three, yeah. I wanna be a Warrior Three. I wanna be I wanna they're all dead now, so you know. I mean, not. I, not, I mean, pre pre Hella Warrior Three. Cause, yeah, because otherwise it'd be dead. That they do seem like a really good good hang. Those and and uh, Lady Sif as well. Just just a good hang. I would want you know, Chris. Obviously, you know, I'm a huge Mark Ruffalo fan. Oh, the Buffalo. I mean, I almost had a Buffalo Trace, so I'm very concerned about that. Um. But I got to say, in this scenario, I got to pick Thor, too. I mean, he just, you already know what you're getting. Um, I feel like, especially if we're getting, like, Professor Hulk, Endgame Hulk, he's a little too chill. Like, he's like, hey, everything's okay. I consider this a win. Like, no, dude, this is a time to be stressed, and I need to. I need you to acknowledge my stress right now. Yeah, and then Ragnarok Hulk is like he's kind of chilled out too, but he's like he he lets it hang when he goes to the jacuzzi, right? Yeah, you don't Dude, you don't do that in your life. It's what if it like if it hits your leg, it'll literally you'll break your leg too. So that's <laughs> another problem. I mean, that's you don't want that. You don't need to be healing from injuries in this time right now. Okay, moving on. Uh, we've got Doctor Strange and Ant Man. James, who you got? Oh. I mean, Doctor Strange does have some really cool powers, but Ant-Man, I feel, is more practical uh, for my for my life and in, in, in what I want to accomplish, uh, you know. Uh, plus, it's Paul Rudd. You know, you, you, can't, you can't. Nobody can turn their back on Paul Rudd, especially not for Cumber, Cumber Snitch. Um, so, yeah. I'm gonna go with Ant Man. Uh, his powers are cooler than people give him credit for, and uh, and yeah, he's 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 got uh, an American treasure depicting him in Paul Rudd, uh, and plus he gets to hang out with uh, Lewis, who is a uh, you know just one of the the uh, obviously one of the best friends you could have. Um, oh yeah, so, yeah, Michael yeah, Pena. I'm gonna, yep, I'm gonna go with uh, with uh, Scott Lang. Good choice. Um... You know, also you might you might say that Ant Man is the king of social distancing, because he can just shrink down really small. And like comparatively, like size wise, he'll always be six feet away. Like, 
Well, also, he could actually, like, fight the coronavirus because he could see it. He could shrink down. Right. He could see it. (laughs) He could actually physically fight it. He's our best chance. Not only did he save MCU by coming up with the time heist, right? He could save us now by fighting the coronavirus. What can't Paul Rudd do? Chris, what you got? That man, you guys have almost swayed me for my answer. Uh, I'm okay, going with the with the strange one, um, okay. because chances are Wong is there. I got a bro. I got, oh, okay. I got my doppelganger. Uh, sure, but uh, also, I mean, you you saw what he went through when like the ancient one touched his forehead, right? I mean, if he has like acid trips on demand like that, uh, yeah. The same time I watch the news, like oh fuck, I, I saw. I saw two minutes of the news. I, I shouldn't have. That's that's the window to the apocalypse. T- just do the forehead touch thing. Just uh, uh, make me make me trip balls. Uh, yeah, man. I kind of want that. <laughs> Plus, you're probably in his apartment, right? Uh, he he's not going to leave the sanctum sanctum sanctorum. So you're going to go there. Uh, if you want to p- quick pop away to like uh, Antarctica or something like that, he can sling ring you. Um, yeah, uh, Doctor Do- Do- Strange could also take you to other dimensions where this shit ain't going down. So that's a right. bonus. Yeah. Man, that is really good, too. Uh, I don't know. I'm Man, I'm split here. Never you know, any spear just... mug? Oh, man, yeah, he does. He does fill it up. The cape? The cape will help you? Man, that's tough. That's a tough choice. I think it ultimately comes down to like the friendship of Paul Rudd versus oh. <laughs> the otherworldly powers of Doctor Strange. Also, Scott Lang can do magic, card tricks, so <laughs> you're still getting magic either way. What was that scene in Endgame? <coughs> he does some magic too. And he does some fucking card tricks. Oh, that would be God. That would be. I hope they they get back to that somehow. Um. All right. Let's see. What do we got next? Loki and Killmonger. Okay, um, here's the thing. I'll go. I'm gonna answer this one first. I'm gonna go with Loki, just cause um, Killmonger is super intelligent, but he's way too intense. <laughs> and he's got a huge chip on his shoulder, and I just wouldn't want to deal with that kind of energy for very Ouch. long. I mean, anytime we would get into any argument, he would tell me to bury him in the sea with his ancestors. I was thinking the same like, thing. Cause like, all right, I've been like, I've been hanging out with my roommates, uh, you know, nonstop the last couple weeks. And one of them is a bit of a, like, uh, he listens to a lot of, uh, you know, uh, political podcasts and things like that. And, right. and you can only listen to so much of that shit before you're just tuning it all out. And you're just like, all right, dude, I get it. I get it. The DNC is, is, is working with the, with the Republican party. We get it. We know, we all know this. You don't need to tell me over and over. We get it. It's fucked. Yeah. Joe Biden is a lame duck candidate because they want Trump in power. We understand these things. I don't need to hear it for the 50th time. And I feel like that's what you would give Killmonger. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I will say, I will say the one thing, (laughs) the one thing that would make me want to pick Killmonger is I just want to feel his bumpies. Whoa! All his right, little, his little bump tattoo. I All just right. wonder what that feels like. No, you know what I mean. All right, not. I mean, not maybe not in a sexual way, but just like, just want to feel it. Uh, you, Chris, what do you? Uh, think he's gonna let uh, you yeah. stop feeling them. Ah oh, man, you know he probably. Oh, you're right. 
I feel like that though is like, I mean, you're not supposed to touch black people's hair. We know that. I feel like that's like oh. the next level. Like, don't touch my bumps, man. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, dude, I'd be so tempted too. You know, he'd be asleep, and I would just be like leering over. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it would be it would be a bad look for me. He would kill me. I the would obviously be killed pretty quickly. Set, yeah. This is how I win. Um, Chris, who do you got between Loki and Killmonger? Yeah, uh, I think Killmonger be too. Like he he doesn't seem like the the house type of person. Like he he doesn't want to. You go stir crazy in about 20 minutes, right? You get that cabin fever, something fierce, and want to go steal something from a museum. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Loki, Loki. He's kind of a dick. Like, none of these are good choices in this one. Like, Loki, uh, when he was in, like, solitary confinement on Asgard, you know, he presented a good front. You know, he, he's still, he's like a condescending, kind of sneering guy. But he was he was a fucking wreck, right? Oh, he uh, was a wreck, yeah. Granted, his mother died, but... Uh, yeah, it's just like he doesn't seem to have like the the the, the kind of stick it outness to get through this thing. Um, but I mean, he can he can transform, I guess. I, yeah, I guess Loki just for the. Um, I, I want to see what he would make of like the Earth politics and like he how he would do different, like <laughs> if he wasn't stopped in Avengers. Right, it's it's a tough choice. I don't I don't know. You're right though. I think Loki cracks pretty quick in this scenario. Yeah, yeah, Loki's not Loki's not a he's not a constellation prize. I mean, Loki's the kind of guy who he's gonna he's gonna you know he's gonna make you think that you have plenty of toilet paper, and then you turn <laughs> around, and all you got left is is like like quilted northern, and you had a palette of Charmin, and now it's angel soft, and he's just like ha ha trickster. Ah uh, fuck! He gave it oh, all to the giants. I would be so livid if my toilet paper. If I went to my restroom right now, and it was Angel Soft, oh, like yeah, be we've talked about this before on the podcast. I, one, I don't like it, but I'm also allergic. Like I'm somehow allergic to it. See, Dude, that's man, the kind of thing that Loki would do. He would know that that absolutely would bug you more than anything, and he would do that. So you know, it's uh, it's either it's either listen to someone bore you to death uh, with with political talk or or you know, yeah, it's, uh, it's oh not a good choice. What a, it's a, it's a, we got a real uh, Oof. Sophie's choice right here. Sophie's going choice. On. There you go. Loki's oh choice. Oh my god! All right, let's let's move on. Let's move past these this terrible situation. Uh, hypothetical. Uh, Vision and Black Panther. Chris, who you got? Vision or Black Panther? Oh man, uh, uh, Black Panther because yeah. T'Challa, I mean, he seems like he has too much to do to kind of like be concerned with your bullshit. So he'll just let you chill, whatever. Because uh, Vision doesn't like, he doesn't like uh, adhere to boundaries. Like he walks through walls and scares he, does, he will just He will just show up on you. Yeah. yeah, no personal space. Now, since he's an android, I don't think he, he can get coronavirus. So at least in that sense, you wouldn't have to worry about it. Hmm. You know, but um, uh, James, what do you think, Vision or or Black Panther? Uh, I feel like Vision is just like two steps removed from being a butler, and you know what? I've I've never had a butler in my life, so I'm gonna go with Vision. I I want a yes man. 
That's pretty good. I, I kind of was thinking about this sort of along the same lines. Like, Vision is basically, like, a more complex Alexa. But I'm also thinking, like, well, I already have Alexa in this scenario. So is it redundant? Ooh, but I could also get Vision to, like, go do my grocery shopping for me so I don't have to worry about catching the Rona. Uh, you know, he can go uh, go get my Taco Bell. Um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I feel like in a... Definitely in a quarantine totally situation, Vision just has more applications, you know? Sure. All right. That's fair. I think I think it um uh, I think if you pick Black Panther here though, you also might get to hang out with Shuri, which would be super dope. She just seems like a really cool hang. The real question is uh, what are those? Yeah, you could constantly make fun of the Chala's feet. <laughs> that probably wouldn't get old. Um just like, wouldn't get old just like that joke uh, didn't get old. <laughs> yeah. Um, that bitch Carol Baskins. Um, Scarlet Witch Captain Marvel. James. Scarlet Witch. Between, between the ladies. Scarlet Witch. Why Scarlet Witch? Cooler powers. She's not, she doesn't have an annoying haircut. Um <laughs> <laughs> ah, so good she doesn't have a Karen yeah Captain Marvel wants to speak to the galaxy's manager I don't like it um... <laughs> yeah, I just... uh, yeah uh, I also like just Scarlet Witch has a personality you know she's uh She's also an Olsen sister, which I just figured out. I never, I never realized she was related to Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, which is kind of a drawback. But um, you know, at least this one's respectable, I guess. Elizabeth. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and also in the comics, like it depends on which, like whatever version of. I know Captain Marvel is super powerful too, but I don't know. I, I feel like Scarlet Witch deserves her powers maybe a little more. I'm not sure. I I will say this: if if you if you're talking quarantine scenario, Scarlet Witch is maybe out of every character on either side of this list, maybe the best person to pick outside of maybe Doctor Strange, in that she's got mind altering powers, so she can just make oh, you feel so like want, you're. Yeah, when I run out of my mushrooms. Yep. There we go. Yeah. Just hang. Yeah, just hang. Hang with old. What's her name again? Wanda. Wanda. Yeah. So, Chris, what do you got? Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> I, My first inclination was, like, have a beer with Captain Marvel, play some pool, listen to some, some Nine Inch Nails. But she's probably really – she's probably busy as fuck, right? She probably keeps, like, a bullet journal and shit, too. That's, like, too structured for me. Uh, yeah, Wanda all the way. It seems like she was just kind of, like, uh, already in her PJs when she was in the Avengers facility. So that seems like kind of my speed. Right, kind of a more chillax scenario. Yeah, let's fuck up some um, Yeah, yep. All right, here's a good one. Spider-Man versus Rocket. <laughs> All right, before I ask either of you, I, I'm going to jump to Ig's notes here. Uh, he says, Spidey over Rocket. Not sure I need more Rocket in my life at this point, but... Spidey storyline is intriguing. Let's see where it goes. 
especially the part about Iron Man completely making him and essentially creating the <laughs> Spider-Man character. Wow, he'd be nothing without Iron Man. Iron Man is so great. So, <laughs> um, so those are Egg's thoughts. James, what are your thoughts, Spider-Man or Rocket? Um, poof. You're asking, like, uh, you know, what's the... Who do you want as a sidekick? But I feel like that's given. That's not given. I mean, I feel like this version of Spider-Man is a little more sidekicky. Um, Candy, yeah, yeah. Still, still finding his way. Yeah, I mean, I could be his guy in the chair. Uh, I, I'm gonna go with. I feel like Rocket is would have my back a little more. I feel like Spider-Man is still trying to find his own way. He's also very uh, preoccupied by girls at this time. So I feel like if I need a sidekick, I think Rocket's got my back. So I'm going to go with Rocket. Okay. Here's here's my selection. And y'all are going to probably be shocked. I think I would go Rocket too. Be- mm. For this one reason. Peter Parker is a thousand percent going to be concerned about MJ or Harry or I'm sorry, or Ned or just any may anybody and he's in new york and, and he's gonna fucking leave when he's not supposed to leave he's gonna still do it because he's like i gotta check on them i gotta save them or whatever at some point he would definitely 100 percent do that and i don't need that kind of stress in my life right now rocket seems pretty chill he's always building shit he could make you a grenade. You could throw it outside. There's no one outside anyway, so it should be <laughs> fine. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I was gonna pick Rocket just because it seems like uh, after you know maybe like a month in. Um, I guess we're already almost a month in, right? Uh, ooh, so maybe next week uh, will be the time to like knock off a UPS truck, right? Just for the fuck of it. And uh, I want to do that. I want to do that with Rocket. <laughs> he doesn't give two shits. <laughs> Yeah, he yeah, seems like he'd be down for a good caper. Yeah, yeah, I feel like in the in the coming uh, months ahead, uh, when people's morals are going to have to be a little bit more ambiguous, uh, Rocket's definitely the one you want on your side. Yep, Peter's going to be. I want to show up. Be too, uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I want to show up to a line in the morning when everybody's lining up to buy toilet paper. I want to show up there with like a case of Charmin with rocket in tow, and we're just lighting each single roll on fire, and it's like <laughs> letting them burn down, and like looking at them, I'm like ah, that one's gone, I guess. Next one. Oh, look at how that burns. Wow. Uh, Charmin is this Charmin or charcoal? Right, like that's <laughs> what he would say. Maybe uh, we're learning a lot about you, Chris. Uh... <laughs> Valkyrie in Winter Soldier. Chris, Valkyrie or Winter Soldier? Yeah, Tessa Thompson all the way. Valkyrie. Um, she likes she, to get drunk. She gets. She got so hammered, she fell off the walkway type of the, the little thing that came down. The Yeah, the ramp to her ship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick, Ig said, Valkyrie over Winter Soldier just because like, I could give two shits about Bucky. <laughs> James? uh valkyrie yeah i mean even like even before like winter soldier yeah that's the the best version of of bucky but he's i mean he's bucky nobody wants to hang out with bucky only captain wants to hang out with bucky 
He's still the only guy. And you know, we're so he's he's moody, he's quiet, he doesn't communicate. He could he could revert back into his citizen uh what was it? Susan Kane phase at any time. What's the? Uh, I'm getting I mean, my I'm Baron getting Zemo, my, like the Baron Zemo. The, his, like uh, the brainwashing. Yeah, the whole I'm getting Manchurian Candidate. There we go. He can yeah. go back oh, yeah. to his Manchurian Candidate phase at any given time. Uh, yeah, you can't trust that guy. Valkyrie is a drinking buddy. Um, you know, she's got a cool horse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely are going to be social distancing if you're up in the sky flying in a horse. <laughs> so, eat the horse? Yeah. Wait, what? You're going to eat the horse? No, 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 no. Flying in a horse? I mean, like, on the horse. On the horse. Oh, okay, okay. So not like a Mr. Hand situation. Oh, my uh, God. Uh, we don't need to be reminded of that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Star-Lord or Nebula, this or that? James, Star-Lord or Nebula? I mean, Star-Lord did almost blow the whole thing whenever he got too emotional and, you know, we were about to knock Thanos out. And But, ugh, I just can't go with that hot topic angst of Nebula. Like, yeah, can't do that. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah, you got to go with Star-Lord. I mean, he's kind of a doofus, but everybody likes having a doofus around every time, you know, from time to time. So, uh... uh... Yeah, Starlord. Chris, what do you got? Plus, he's got his own ship. He does have his own ship, the Milano. Yeah, he probably has a better soundtrack too, right? He got, uh, he's got those awesome mixes. Um, mm. man, but I think I'm gonna pick Nebula just for the okay. just for the. I, I want to like uh, whenever she's about to eat something, I want to knock it out of her hand and say it's not ripe. You know what you should do is you should then also keep like like let's say it's a you know like a bag of red delicious and it's apple time apple time and um, you know you keep knocking it out of her hand but all the while you've kept one apple behind <laughs> letting it rot and then eventually you just leave that one out there for her and then she eats it and she's like oh like she just yeah, spits it out that's a cool way to die yeah. <laughs> Uh, look, man, we just we got to find ways to entertain ourselves in these times. I'm just saying. Um, I don't know. This is pretty tough for me. Um, Star Lord is is a bit of a goof, uh, but he can be pretty fun. Nebula, I, I definitely, you're right. That that angst would be pretty grating after a while. But she she does kind of learn a little bit to be a little more empathetic and just emotional, um, like in Endgame. So. I don't know. I, I guess I would go with Star Lord, but it, I don't know. It's kind of close for me. What's if the actress Nebula... that plays uh, Nebula again? What's her name? Karen Gillian. Yeah, she is the most attractive uh, woman in the MCU. So there's that. Um... I literally thought you were about to say universe, and I was like, not going to argue with you. <laughs> She's a delight, by the way, in person. I, I had the fortunate opportunity to hang out uh, to meet her, and she's just so engaging with all the fans. That's awesome. Yeah. That actress, I love her, and uh, so that that is one bonus. But yeah, still, if we're going with Nebula, the character, um, then yeah, because I don't know if I could hang out with Chris Pratt. That seems like a lot. <laughs> That's kind of <laughs> what Diggs said. Let's see what did Diggs say. He goes, uh, "I guess I'll go Nebula. Star Star Lord just doesn't interest me. Doesn't help that Pratt has come out as just like a total basic bitch in real life. So <laughs> that that's Diggs' take." 
Uh, all right, two more to go. This or that, Chris oh, Asgard. Lego, Lego Masters is about to start. Lego Masters is about to start. We got to wrap this up. All right, oh, shit. Asgard or Wakanda? Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Ooh, that's a good uh, one, James. Asgard, Wakanda. Um, uh, oh, that's hard. Uh, they're both. They both got their merits. Um, I'm gonna go Asgard. Uh, yeah, I guess, Jesus, I don't know. I just like the more go fantasy uh, realm. I think that's just, that's more my you speed. Lo- you love Lord of the Rings. So yeah, I like all that sense. So just real quick, Iggs note, uh, he's like, Asgard really isn't that interesting outside of that dope as fuck runway that Idris Elba controls. <laughs> <laughs> the Bifrost. Um, all right, so, the last uh, one. Hella had the coolest costume ever. I mean, that's just, that's, that's dope. Yeah, was pretty great. Um, last one, Mysterio Vulture. James, Mysterio or Vulture? Uh, I thought Vulture was like the best uh, villain in all the MCU movies. So, plus Michael Keaton rules. So, yeah, Vulture. Chris? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be worried every time he gets a knife out of the drawer. So, I'm gonna, for that reason, I'm going to go Mysterio. <laughs> I'm not, not trying to <laughs> fuck with Keaton. I mean that's fair. Like in a hand to hand, Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio is you know he gets punched pretty easily. He goes down. Michael Keaton, man, you give him like he's got he's got a little bit of that John Wick energy to him. <laughs> like a toothpick could be deadly in the hands of the Vulture. Uh, just seems like not like a person you want to cross at any point. Um, but I don't know. I kind of like that intensity. And actually, that's what Dig said, too. He's like, I'd rather be around Keaton's intensity. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go Vulture on that one. So, yeah, uh, listeners, let us know. We're going to post the list for this or that MCU edition. Uh, we'll put that up on our Facebook page over at facebook.com forward slash Neil Before Pod. Or uh, we can go to www.cbcpod.com. Cbcpod.com. Um no uh, big wheel winner this week the big wheel winner until this is over will forever be coronavirus it's gonna win every time until it's not there (laughs) (laughs) so but we hope we were able to provide you guys with a little bit of a distraction a little bit of entertainment you can have your own debates amongst your friends about which character you would pick this one or that one James, I did want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Do you want to let everyone know where they can get at you on social or uh, on, yeah, on the internet? Yeah, you can always uh, follow me on Twitter or Instagram. It's just my name, James Bosquez. Um, as far as shows I got going coming up, uh, not a goddamn thing until this is all over. So maybe uh, if I start doing a live stream, we've talked about me, me and my, my co-host of the show I run here in Portland. We've talked about doing a live streaming uh, comedy showcase, but I, like I said earlier, I'm still not really sold on those yet, but we'll see how it goes. And uh, yeah, just check me out. Uh, Once this is all over, I will be doing comedy, probably all brand new material because I feel like uh, you can't really do old material after this. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, that's a good point. I really artistically, this is going to push people to, to do different things. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, thank you everyone for listening. Y'all stay safe out there. Stay inside when and where you can. 
to all of the first responders and people that work in like grocery stores and essential businesses like that. Thank you so, so much for all that you're doing right now. We really do appreciate it. Until next time, the Fortress of Potitude is closed. We really, really, really do love you 3000. See you in a minute. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. <laughs>